What you doing out in these streets, Lay Rue? What you doing out in these streets? What you doing out? What you what you doing out? What you what you doing out in these streets? What you doing out in these streets, Lay Rue? We in these streets. It's okay. It's okay, bro. I think I'm just worried about things that I shouldn't be worried about. Um, oh. Like what? Like, Ify, like what, um, what? What are you worried about? No, like just fidgety now. Fidgety. The nerves kicking in. Nerves for what? We spoken how many times before? Yeah, true. So what's the problem now? <clears throat> like you said, it'll probably take me a couple of minutes and I'll be. Yeah, there you go. Good to go. There you go. So yeah, you did watch your fight this morning. I tried to catch some of the fights. I caught, yeah, I caught some of the fights. Mm -hmm. Which um, fight did you catch? I think from the prelims and then the pre prelims. Oh. I think the two late the ladies' fight, the women's fight. Okay, yeah, yeah. I caught part of that, and then I think it was the last. But then I saw the height, the knockout for Cody. Cody. Um, Gaybrand was it? Gaybrand. Oh yes, yes. Gaybrand. Yes. So his knockout. And I, I was thinking then, about Colby now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cody, Gaybrand, yeah. or No Love, I think is his Yeah, yes, name. yes. Now I know Cody. And then the last fight just before, and then the prelims, I was in and out of sleep. Oh. So I, but I caught them. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so, watching it in bed or something? Yes. So ah. I, it's, it's difficult to just get up and go. It's wild. And even if I'm setting up, I will pass, I will knock out sometimes. Wow. So, yeah, I, I mean, those fights all start at 2 a.m. SA time. Is, did it start at 2? I think they started at 2 and then like, your main fight. I'm talking about from the early prelims. Yes. Like, ah. Yeah, so the main, main card was from 5, right? From about 5 they start. Yeah. So, I, so being up at 4 a.m., yeah. I think just my natural body, my body clock. Mm. Wakes me up that time. And if I know there's a fight on the side, a UFC fight on the side, automatically I'll yeah. get up and switch it on. And then while I'm watching, I'll be in and out. Okay. But I didn't miss the main, the two title fights. Yeah. The Pantoja fight. And Pantoja and Edward. Edwards. Is it Edwards? Le yeah, Leon Edwards. Yeah. I, 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 I woke up at five. I had a bit of a late night, so I woke up at five. But then... I first, like, I'm doing some DIY stuff, and I wanted to first work on that first. And then I watched the last two fights, the co-main and, and the main. Okay. Yeah, so <clears throat> I decided now. I first want to get that out of the way, because I knew you were coming, so I thought, now let me do this first. I watched the last two, and then go for the run in gym, yeah. So. Jeez, you had a busy, <clears throat> a busy morning. Generally, yeah, you know. I guess any other day that would be my kind of warning as well. Is it? Especially, mostly on Saturdays, I do my longer runs on a Saturday and then chill. Why? Okay, this 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 slow nine nine. <laughs> 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 space no, is too slow, you, bro. You, like you're what? Gonna, you're gonna kill me. But what? Okay, why that slow? I mean, look, it's hot. Okay. Even though it's slow, right? People don't understand. It's hard running that slow. Yes. It's very hard to be disciplined to run that slow. Like, but why that pace specifically? Because um, a, a seven is also like a slowish pace. But why is... 
for me personally as a veteran in the streets in his running streets <laughs> using veteran. using using the word vet is hard eh? i'm okay I, 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 how I'm, long have you been doing this for now uh, i've got a good couple of years i'm oh, talking about a decade oh um, probably close to i see now that close. in my eyes that's that's like veteran level yeah okay maybe for someone that's new i've been but then at the end of the day one knows their body okay and it's not that I'm comfortable at running at that eight minutes, nine minutes a K. I think it's just a case. Sometimes you need to be disciplined enough to run at that speed or at that pace. Because you can't be running at six minutes all the time. For me, this is my personal <clears throat> over the years that I've been. As a veteran, your veteran experience is to with, with what I've gone through. Yeah. Let's put it that way. With what I've gone through gone, or with gone, what I've learned. Gone through. It sounds like you're in some traumatic times. Like, what <laughs> no, running, running can be traumatic for some people. It can. For me, including. Oh, wow. So I just, I, just go, <clears throat> I just go with the flow. If my body feels like going at that slow pace, I go at that slow pace. I'm in no rush. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no sometimes rush. it's a case of it's more time on legs uh, than chasing yeah. kilometers. Yeah, I get. I that. mean, for any for your your fast runners, for example, mm-hmm. my one hour thirty slow run can be anything close to twenty k's for a guy who runs faster than me. Mm-hmm. Now you look at the difference. They've Yes, they've put in the time, but they've looked at distance. That's my understanding. Mm-hmm. So for someone else, it could be different. For me, it's a case of if I have a plan, it will say, okay, your run needs to be um, three hours. And I know in that three hours, I can cover 21Ks running at such a pace, which is a slower pace, which also helps me build endurance. Also lets my legs feel the pain of... The pain of being long, spending a long time mm. on the road. <clears throat> so it, it, it builds that confidence and mm. in a part, not just always speed, speed, speed. I am under that impression for the years that I've learned and for the groups that I've trained with. I've learned, okay, here and there and with proper veterans, guys that have been in <laughs> running for, for years. The elites. The elites that have been there, mm. done, who's been at the top of the <clears throat> game. <clears throat> So I've learned from them, and then also you take your own personal experiences yeah. within the world of running. Mm-hmm. Why? When did you start running? Jeez, dude. Um, most probably. I don't mean like the actual date and time, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm just trying to think of the year. Oh, um, is that far back? If not, let's say twenty around about twenty ten. Wow. Around about those years, yeah. In the yeah, in the twenty teens. Can can we say that? Wow. So it's been it's been a while. Thirteen years. Do we count the two years of inactivity due to COVID? Oh yes. Okay, let's let's <laughs> let's let's subtract two, carry the one, divided by four, you know, if some yeah, The maths is not mapping, yeah. but okay. <laughs> wow, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, COVID was weird when it came to yeah. But I mean I think even in COVID, that first year, if I'm not mistaken, there were a couple of virtual races, but... Yeah, that don't count, that don't count. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> no. Okay, then, then we move along. Then, yeah, I, 
those two COVID years, I was relatively I've seen people do that inactive. shit in the yards and I was like, no. No, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. So I think <clears throat> the virtual races that I'm referring to would be the ones, I think once we were allowed to go out and do our runs yes. in those level three or... Oh, talking about in the actual streets. Yeah, so... Oh, okay, not in your yard yeah. or your house. Like so then you'd, you'd have your, 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 club race, your club races that you could enter oh, virtually. Okay. And then they'd send you certificates for oh, okay. for entering. Okay, or... that's different. That's different. So I still I still didn't partake. Really? No. You, as much as you didn't feel like oh, I'm free now. I'm no. gonna get out there. I'm gonna get some I tried. time. I tried, but it just wasn't it wasn't the same for me. Do you do you not want to run alone, or do you feel like you have to be with a group? Or um, running alone or with a group for me doesn't make a difference okay because at the end of the day when it comes to race day you run it's your own race yes so running with a group um for me at times it helps me it boosts my confidence it places me where i need to be it pushes me and then when i run alone it's more about it's my time I can work on things. I can just take my time on the road. Tell myself, okay, I am just going. It's good for the mental. For right? mental, mental strength, oh, yes. and then to clear my head. You know, mm-hmm. go through <clears throat> what I need to process and stuff like that. So whether I run in a group or I run by myself, uh, for me it doesn't necessarily make a difference because I go in both sessions with the same mentality. That's. Mm. What, what what happened in COVID though? Why didn't you wanna? Hit the streets when they told you, you were free. <laughs> I I just didn't for me. I just didn't see the value of running for a virtual medal. Gotcha. It 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 does. It, it's not the same. Yes. Cause it's okay. It's the same as for for me personally. I know other people might see it differently, but for me personally, it was like, why must I pay? You had to pay for that as well. Yeah, you had to. You oh, had to. No. You had to enter. To, <laughs> no, that's that. So for me, <laughs> so when fly. I looked at the maths, I was like, okay, I'm gonna pay. No, no, no. no and then at the end of the day, I'm running on my own. Yes. I'll be running, more or less the same route that I do when I do, or when I did my training runs mm. with by myself or with my group. So now I'm paying to run that, and I carry my own. Give it, how, like, how, how much were they charging for those virtual places? Honestly, I, I don't want to lie. Maybe, I think it also, I don't think it was more than 200 for some of the races. Wow, but, it, it, but remember... But, but the audacity to charge people, I think, is just wild. I guess, I guess it was more a case of keeping the sport of um, running going. Mm. And also some, I could be wrong in what I'm going to say now, but I mean... Anyone out there can correct me. Um, clubs are very much dependent on on runners to sustain them. So not all, and remember, most clubs lost sponsors during COVID. So for them to sustain themselves and pay the affiliation fees to the running community or to Western Province or ASA, for example, they would need to make a payment. So I think that was a form of, let's continue hosting a race the little that we make will maybe just allow us to maintain the club running for the next year or something. So I guess each club had their own reasons why they were they were hosting or they were trying to just keep the art, the, art, the yeah, sport of running sport. continuing. I, I would think uh, there would be this exemption period where 
you know, like everybody knows what's happening. The world knows what's happening. You can't expect to either pay the full amount or, I mean, there's nothing happening, so why are you still paying? You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 would, I would expect there to be some sort of logic but behind the decision. Would it be fair on, remember all other sporting codes stopped. They allowed soccer to continue. And soccer, I would say, is more a physical sport than what running was. In as much as they wanted the distance. As runners, we also tried to maintain. So with the virtual races, you, you didn't have to run in a group. Mm. You could do it on your own. So now at least sustain that sport. I guess. But it, it's, I guess. I guess it's a... Yeah, I look. I don't know how this running world works. I I have no idea. So I'm I'm just asking questions of a completely fair enough ignorant and person. Over I'm here. also just answering according to to my yeah, it's yeah. my my not my understanding understanding yeah. or I how it. I would think I the it. clubs or the communities would have thought in terms of look to sustain our club, let's host a race and we don't want to lose our club because. We've, with the COVID, I think a lot of people also lost interest in running, was just stopped and never came back, so. How does a club work? I, I have no idea. Like, I honestly don't know. Like, is there like a, a venue that you all come together and train, or is like a, like a, I, I, I guess each, each. Is the club like sponsored? Do you have to come together to get sponsored? And then, because I know one thing about a club is if you are a member of a club and you enter a race, you don't have to pay the license fee because your club, your, your membership fee for the year includes the license, for the, the yes. race licenses, correct? That's, I'm sorry, um, that's correct. So I think with, with that license, it covers you for certain things. And obviously your, your race fees are, there is a, a, you just pay the race fee. There's no need to pay or buy a license every time you register. That's, that's, that's my knowledge of. And I think with that, with what you're being covered, I think there is maybe like a insurance, a road insurance type oh. of, should anything okay. is happen that or you don't all fund? Some, um, I think it's more like a medical insurance if anything happens okay. on the road Got so it. that yourself and the club or the, whoever you are insured. Okay. You know, so that those, in as much as you would have cases, but I think it's just for, for, for security purposes, should anything happen to you or to anyone out running on the road at a specific event. Okay. And it's like an indemnity type of a thing, mm. I, would, I would think. Okay. So, yeah. That's, that's with club licenses. And then with running of a club, I think that's, that's a big thing. Really, <laughs> it's a big thing. Explain, because um, like, I, 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 don't, so, I know nothing about these things. So, um, what I, what I know, in terms of a club, I think it does go deeper than that. Um, so, I think with the running of the club, yes, your club has to have a location or I'd say a clubhouse mm. where it's registered at for Western Province or ASA in terms of. If they need to send documentation or whatever, they know, okay, this club is based in this area. That's the one. And then each club can then host club runs where you join on whatever days. 
you get together with all your runners, you do your training runs in the week, and then your long runs on the weekends, and a club is can fight for, well, not fight, but can host a, a race on the calendar for whatever year that they have. Okay. Or, so they can pick a date, put, propose it to Western Province or to the affiliation, whichever province that they're affiliated to, and then they can just see if that date is viable for them to host a race. And then clubs are fortunate. If, if your club gets a sponsorship, it's a, it's a big one. But I think most clubs are mainly um, dependent on their members. I think bulk of the, the club members or the number of members that you have in your club, they, prop, they actually contribute more to the club. And then if your club has a race, I think that also goes a long way. Mm. So, yeah, that's... And obviously, I think the camaraderie, the, you know, you get to meet people and... Yes, I think... Share, share ideas with training and you know, tips. Yeah, and no, I mean, we... It's, it's not just only... Okay, with, with that, yes, you can share your experiences, teach the new guys how to do a, go about things but then also as as you um as you get to into the world of running or into running this, this, maybe that first year a couple of months you you first learn a couple of things you're like oh, okay you think it's the basics and then as time goes you pick up no man but why is this one you start asking questions or you you notice this one does this differently this one does that differently, but you doing this, or you don't see improvement, you try new things. Maybe you see, oh, okay, Avu does this on certain days, let me try that, or let mm. me speak to Avu and see, okay, <clears throat> Avu, why are you doing this? So you, you get to learn from other people within a club, but not just from your specific club. I mean, you can run on your own, but then you'd find that on certain races, we see each other. Then you ask me, oh, where do you stay? And we get to know each other from races. And then you pick up, oh, no, one weekend, let's go for a run together. So then I can learn from you, you can learn from me, you know. So even then we can form our own group and say, oh, okay, every Saturday or Sunday we can do long runs together, but during the week you do your own schedule. Mm. So we can, we can share. So it's not necessarily you have to run with your club or do your training runs with your club. Okay. You, you get different groups that have training runs and we, those groups can all be affiliated to different clubs. Yeah, I get that. That's, yeah, I guess learning from each other is a big one. Especially if, like, iron sharpens iron. True. Like, you know, if you get somebody that's, let's say somebody's better than in running heels and then somebody's better than riding flat and they can share like no but this is what i do this is what i like i only started like running hills two weeks ago like practicing running hills two <laughs> weeks ago like so now i get it, like what why hill repeats are there for like okay i get it now well i mean you're, <clears throat> you're a step ahead of me in as much as i've been running i absolutely <laughs> hate heels but no but you obviously train it right um I guess part of my I don't I don't often do heel repeats. How come? But the routes that I run have heels. Oh, so you so take that as heel? heel yes. Um, okay. But I don't fully focus on heel repeats. I I think just after that one session, right? I 
and I had one heel repeat session last week, Sunday. It's my first one. And then I could really feel when I was running heels and I did a 21K yesterday. I was like, okay, this doesn't feel so bad. No, you, they, they, there's, heel repeats can make you stronger. They're there to make you stronger. Um, it's just me being me. I, I can only speak for myself. <laughs> yeah. Me being me, I absolutely don't enjoy suffering when I run. <laughs> I hate heels too, though. It's, it's Look, the worst. I've, I've, I've had heel repeats training in the past. And I would absolutely don't not want to do it. <laughs> I'd, I'd force myself to go. Mm. But it's like, do I really have to? Do I really have to? But, but I get it done. But, but shouldn't you do the things you hate? Yes. So that but I, because just, there's a reason why you hate them. You know what I mean? Like, so if you can overcome those things you hate, you'll be better, better at them. Yes. So you won't have to feel that way about, about them. them. And it's race day. I just, I just stay away. Is, <laughs> I just stay it's away. your kryptonite? That's my kryptonite. I think, I think it's a case, also a case of most of the routes that I would run or I would look at on a weekend, it would have heels in. Mm. Now, why suffer during the week to add on to the suffering that I'm going to have the weekend <laughs> for a much longer time? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think I also, I also need to, <clears throat> to adjust and get out of that space mm. if I want to actually get better at running heels. Yeah. Because, yeah, because that was my thing. I was thinking of, before I started, it was like, I hate these heels, like, but, and I know I suck at them and I can't be better, so how do I get better? And I was like, I guess I've got to run heels. Listen, you, you have it spot on. You have it spot <laughs> on. There's, there's nothing wrong with what you're thinking. I, I'm just a different okay. being. <laughs> After your 13, oh, sorry, 10-year experience. <sighs> Yeah, well, no, but it's been sort of, how can I say, S same, 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 same mindset. It's a change. There is times where I, I say I focus, but yeah, it, it only lasts for so long. It only lasts for so long. But we get the job done. Yeah, no, obviously. We, we get the job done at no, the end obviously. of the day, I mean. Why, why did you just, why did you choose running? Oh, dude. Who, who, who was it? Or was it like some chick that influenced you? Like you saw like, <laughs> you know, possible bay. Let me, let me just follow her and see what she does. Or Funny thing, my, my background, if I could say, um, I've been quite, say active. So my mom, there's quite a number of hikes. I was being started hiking years back. Okay. And then she'd always do the, um, I don't know if you remember the Cape, is it, was it the Cape Argus Big Walk? Oh, yo, I remember those so things. Wow. She would often do those things and then. Is also, it still around? No, no, I think they stopped it. Yo, that stopped. I remember and then that she'd too. also do the, I don't know if you remember in town, they used to have the Twilight Run. Yes. Yo, so she what would, happened to that? Yo. So that also stopped. So it all started, stemmed from that. I remember. So whenever she... Was it when you 1K around the twilight run? Was it? I think that was more like either 5 or a 10K oh, okay, that yeah. you'd 
walk yeah, in town. I remember that. So it all stemmed from that she would always go to these walks. And I think every now and again, she would invite me to, to go along. So I think the company or her work would have, um, would say, okay, no, we've got um, entries. Whoever wants to go can go, and then you can bring your family with. So I would always, she'd always approach me and I'd tag along. So I think from there, it, that's where it built up. Mm. Up until I did my first um, big walk. And she, I think my first one was 20 kilometer big walk. And she tackled, I don't know if it was the 80 or the 60. I think the Wait, 80 was the big one. Did you do a 20k run? Walk. A walk. That's where it, it all started. So it was the big walk. So she would do, that I think, a, 60 or 80. That is a Mursa walk. Yes. <laughs> wow. And then from there, it just built. And then I found myself, I think my first race was, um, it's a race in Lang, um, not Lang, yeah, Langfavart. I think it was the InTouch. It's a 10K. That was my first official race that I did. And I think that was about, yeah, 2014, 2013, round about there. Okay, so just, just going back, right? So you did the walk socially with your mom because she invited you, right? Yes, but so, I, would, I would normally go with friends. Okay. So she'd say, okay, cool. And then I'd be fortunate, some of my friends from school, they would also go. And okay. then I'd meet up with them. <clears throat> but my mom Got would it. give me, would say, okay, look, there's an invite. Are you keen? And I'd say, yeah, Got it. why not? But, okay, so from there, like, what led to the decision of actually from walking to running? I think, I think I always had this thing of challenging myself in terms of let's do something different. Mm. Then from, from, from walking, it went to the running. And I've, I like being busy. I find it difficult to sit still. Mm. <laughs> so I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'd say sporty. Yeah. So if there's an opportunity of taking part in whatever sport or I get an invite for a sport or something, I'd, I'd go, I won't say no. Because mm. it's something I generally like to do. Was, was this, was this before, mm. did soccer come first or did, was running first? Oh, now you're taking me back, dude. <laughs> like, if I start in terms of how I got into sport and how many sporting codes I've been at, you won't believe me. <laughs> really? <laughs> to be honest, yes. So okay. I've played rugby in primary school. I think really? I played rugby, switched from rugby and played hockey. Really? Then I went back to rugby. Okay. Finished primary school playing hockey. Got to high school stuck with hockey up until I finished. While in high school, I joined club hockey. Then I was happy with that. After high school, I was done with hockey. Then I jumped over to soccer. Wow, that's <laughs> wild. So, and in all of that, I then picked up running in all of this jumping of sporting codes. Yeah. And I still go to gym. Okay, so you go to gym as well, right? Yeah. But, okay, so it was... Gym also got... In, my mom also introduced me to gym. 
at a very young age as well. What, what, okay, so it was rugby, hockey, soccer, gym. Okay, okay, I, I, I'm just trying to picture the rugby thing, you know. Oh, that was a very short career. It was a short stint. A little short stint. Probably lasted, what, maybe three, three years max? Yeah. And then the other two years of primary school was, yeah. I, I played hockey as well in high school. And then after high school as well, I played hockey. I was, I played right link. Okay, that's like in midfield. I played yeah. left back. Left back. Yes. So you're one of those guys that when there's a corner, you had to stand and brace. At the, yes. Uh, I, that's I, the only reason I didn't want to play right back. I, 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 <laughs> I, took, a fair, I took a fair knocks. I didn't um, want to play there, just for that reason. I've taken a fair knocks in those short corners. Yeah. Um, Taken a fair share of knocks in those short corners, so that's, yeah. That's cock, so. I mean, dude, you've always had to wear. I think when we started, I think now they got the face masks and the gloves. I think when we were still playing, it was just your shin pads and maybe a ball box for the corners, just to protect. That's about it. And then you'd obviously have your gum guards, but now I think the game has evolved. Wait, did you guys play with gum guards? At one stage, I ended up getting Congos. Really? Yeah. Okay. The players now, do they do they run around with no face mask? It's only for the corners that that happens? Or? Yeah, it's only... Well, well from what... Yeah, it's mostly for, for the corners. Okay. It's and mostly for the short corners. the goalkeeper's corners. the only one that has a mask. A full-on, full-on, yeah. Full, protective full, gear outfit. kit or... Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I think your standard gear would be your shin pads, a gum guard... And then I think you, they wear, um, there is gloves. I think it's more for either for when they hit the ball so that they don't get some scraping on the, on the oh, turf okay. or maybe if the ball ricochets and mm. just to protect them. But I've seen nowadays of late that they actually wear full on almost like cricket, mm. cricket gloves for the short corners and face masks. That's an interesting game. Hockey. I mean, game... The sports evolve, so they change a lot. Can't see myself playing hockey anymore. Yeah, no, I think I'd be lost. Mm. I won't, I don't, I probably won't understand half the rules. Maybe I might know the basics of what I knew back then. Yeah. But in terms of the changes of the rules now, I think I'd I'd be, I'd be a lost soul out there. Yeah, I, I played soccer and soccer and hockey in high school and cricket as well i I wasn't i wasn't i wasn't really successful in cricket i don't think i probably finished one or two games in cricket other than that i mean i even went to a um to the holiday clinics for cricket really (laughs) my thing was it was i just cricket for me just wasn't a winner i think just it was a case of it's a summer sport let me, to keep me busy, you know, let me play cricket. I, I love <clears throat> cricket as like growing up as a child, still living in Josie. That, that was my first love, my first game that I played. And then the thing was, I went to school a year early. So all my friends that I was with, they would, let's say they would play cricket and then they would play an age up. So they would play under 19 or under 18 or whatever. But me, I'm supposed to be under 16. But because I was, I wanted to play with them and wanted oh, to be social you, with them. 
I played same I'm, age group. Yeah, which I shouldn't have. So I said that was my own downfall <laughs> doing that because I just wanted, hey, the, the guys but are going there. It's also um, good experience for you because then you've got one up on on your peers. Yeah, on, but on, on but still, age. like, because now the, remember, like at that age, you grow fast. Everyone's on the growth spurt, so everyone was. I was I was so okay, I was you. so much shorter and skinnier than everyone. There was no way I could keep up with those guys. No, but the advantage is if you were to say, oh, okay, I'm willing to stay another year at this age group, you were the senior because you knew what to expect or you, you could dish it out. That's true. That's so you, true. Could, you could use that to your advantage. That's true. If, if you look at it yeah. that way, it's, it's, it's always, you might see it as a disadvantage, but also at the end of the day, it's an, it's an advantage for you because mm. once the guys start catching up, you already... A, you've got a year's experience yeah. up, up on them. Mm. And you can trick them because they still need to learn what you've learned already. That's true. You know, so you'd be yeah. the star <clears throat> player because... I kind of like, I kind of lost interest and in I went to hockey. Just because of that fact, like, fuck, these guys are too big. And I was like, I don't want to mm. go play under 16 now. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so I'm shocking. But I, I was so busy with so many sports at the same time. It, it's, oh, the soccer kept me so busy okay. after school. Because like, we, we never had soccer at school. It was, oh, it was, was a... Yeah. You had to go so, to a club. Yeah, or, so, I, so I'd go to hockey practice and then from hockey practice, go to soccer practice. Mm. So that's how I would... So we sort of had a similar, a similar background to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've also jumped sporting codes. I've jumped sporting codes. I'm probably still jumping sporting codes. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't stick to to one code. Mm. So you, today you might find me on the road. I mean, tomorrow you might find me doing spinning classes or, or cycling. Spinning. You know? So you still play soccer though, right? Um, soccer, I still do, but it's more... I've always played social soccer. Mm-hmm. And when I get a chance, sometimes I focus more on my running at times than the soccer. So I'd skip the soccer games and go run. Mm. Um, usually that first, maybe the first two to three months of soccer, I don't really partake. Because um, that's where your... One of the major races that I'd, I'd, I'd like to take part in takes place. So then I'd rather... Which one is that? That's Two Oceans. Because oh. soccer season, you would you normally start, say, around about April. Yes. And Two Oceans falls. So there's pre-season and then oh. soccer season will start in April. And then Two Oceans would also be in April. So running is your first love. Running I mean, your at, main your main love right now. At, at this stage, yes. Your main love. Your main be, squeeze. <laughs> um, gym first and then oh, running. Okay, so it's gym and then running. Gym wow. and then running. Okay. Because I can I can do without running, but I can't do without gym. Really, you can do without running, even though you've been doing it for so long and you built this relationship yeah. with it and you're so passionate about it, you can say you can do without it. Yeah, I mean, That's I'm not wild. I'm not I'm not hung up on running. I enjoy the sport. I enjoy um socializing with people out on the road it's wild so i can't say i can i can go without running mm. i can i i was thinking like not too long ago i think just after i did cape town marathon 
And you know, like it's still like running is still new to me. It's still okay. like I haven't. Yeah. I, I I think I'm just about hit six months now, right? <laughs> I'm just about. But it's like I went from this hate of to it. Like I hate it, and that's why that's why I'm, that's one of the reasons I wanted to do it because I hated it so much. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, and then I went from this hate to kind of liking it, to really liking it, to loving it. So there was a time when I was like. All I want to do is run, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, do I have to go to gym? I can't I just go run. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. No. The foundation is there for the gym. Don't give that up. Yes. So I, I, I play with that in my mind, like, can I just, can I just run? And I was like, no, 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 no. So I get that. I get that. No, running, running, running can be taxing. I, it tells a lot of your time. And mm. for me... I prefer usually what I do is I'd I'd run before my gym. So you'd find if I join my tro- my my running groups and if I'm consistent enough, at four a.m. is start time. Goddamn, that's before before gym. That's before gym. So usually, so you also um, wake up like three thirty, like I do. <laughs> yes, but I think. I'm very slow in the morning, say. What do you mean? By so up the or? group, the group would let's say on a good day, on good days, at four o'clock I'm there. On days that I don't feel like it, I'll maybe start an hour later, and I'll cut my distance, shorter. Why do you do that? I just, I'm just not. Either the body's tired, or I just don't feel like getting up that early <laughs> that day. But, but I will, I will ensure that I put in a run. Okay. If if I know that, <clears throat> is, I need to be. Is there. that the case? Because let's say you're uh, not training for a race, then you feel that way, or is that the case regardless of a race coming up or or not? Race or no race. Is regardless. It? That's that's just me. I I think. What most of my the, my guy the my training group or the people that I run with, um, and I've been told that I'm not consistent enough. Otherwise, they people do see potential. I'm not going to blow my own horn now, but I've been told I can run better times than I, I'm currently running. I've told you that. My yes, yes, and you you question me, and this is now when. You hated running. You yeah. still question me like, dude, what's happening? So I think for me, it's a case of when my body's tired, it's tired. I But shouldn't the mind say, oh, fuck the way you feel, just push through it? Or So I think I've learned from my past experiences. Man. I've had some scares within the world of, or, or within running. Scares? Yes, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that now. No, so no, no, you, you can't leave me in a cliffhanger no, and say, no, no, I'll, after I'll, the commercial break, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> there's I'll, some bullshit. I just, just want to know right now. I, I just want to say this. It's, okay. it's a case of, I've gotten to understand my body. Okay. So, and I also don't want to, to, um, to burn out too quickly. So I've, I've, I've gotten to that level that I'm burnt out. I can't anymore. And, it's okay. I know I, sh- I should take a rest, but I just find struggle in, in resting. So going back to, to why I say I know my body, I've had, okay, maybe 
I just want to think. It's two major scares. I might have had a couple in between. So my first one was I did the big walk. I completed that. Was this now like way back in the day yes, before this is my, learning career started? Yes, this okay, was not my first it. scare. Did the big walk. Got to the finish. Collapsed. So remember I said you I did the twenty. Yes. So I did the twenty. My mom did the eighty. So I got to the finish. Wait, she did eighty. Yeah, I think Kays. it was. I think it was the. I think. I think it 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 differed between twenty to eighty. I think the longest was eighty. Eighty Kays, kilometers. I could be. I could be wrong. I yes. didn't know it was that massive. It, no, it was a big thing. I think the shortest. Wow. The shortest 80. was twenty. So I took on the twenty. My first. Eight years, you're okay. So you so you did twenty. I did twenty. Okay. Walked the absolute thing fine. I was. You felt good. Felt good. Had my cokes. You know, energy levels were mm -hmm. buzzing. Got to the finish. I think I then went to the car, got changed, put on like a warm top. As I'm sitting in the car, I just couldn't move. I just said, I think my my body basically my body went into shock. Wow. Um, went into shock, got rushed. I think my mom then arrived. Then I told the guys. So as I'm sitting in the car, I'm like, I can't move. I don't have energy. This is where I'm at. This is me. We rushed. So my mom rushed me to to the one of the first eight, to the ambulances on, on on at the finish. We got there. As we got there, the the, the um, first aiders or the paramedics looked at me and first thing they said, let's draw your blood just to see what my sugar they, my sugar levels were at. As they pricked me, they couldn't, they struggled to get a drop of blood out of me. So they say that my sugar levels had dropped to a state that I was near to going into a coma. Holy shit. So that was my first scare in terms of the athletics. How old were you back then? Um, I think I was probably in my early 20s. Really? If I'm not mistaken. But, okay, so you continued continually or regularly uh, had Cokes to do... Yes, I was... For, for I, sugar. I was just on Cokes. So I did... I think that morning I didn't eat much. I was just having Cokes and... So you didn't um, have like a base going into it? Yes. I didn't eat a proper meal. Yeah. So you were just living off Cokes? I think it was Coke and I think I had a Barocca and Liquizade going to the store. So no like real food? No solid food to say, okay, I've got something. I was just drinking Coke and water right through to the finish. Shit. So they, it ended up me being in the hospital and then the doctor booked me off and said, look, you need to take, I think, about two weeks just to, for your body to recover. Okay, wait. So, sugar level, they diagnosed you. What did, you, what, what did they give you? Did they put you on, you give an so, IV? Or? So, in the ambulance, after they took my blood, they gave me, and I still, I, I still believe by it now, um, it's a gel. I don't know if we can name you can. We can name. Um, it's 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 very it's a glucogel. So it's basically 
a, a bo- a energy booster. And I think when What's I was... Glucogel. Oh, it's just called glucogel. Yeah, it's called glucogel. So you... So I think they told me usually um, patients with diabetes, it's normally used for them if their sugar levels drop and they just need to give it like a boost. I was going to ask you, like, are you diabetic? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm, I'm, there, is, there is a a trace in the family, okay. but I, I don't, luckily I'm okay. not. So they gave me that and that yeah. boosted me up. And my, you were my, good after that. I was good after. I mean, so they obviously after they checked me in at the hospital, um, at the paramedics, they had to take me to hospital to get checked out for just for to see if there's any anything missing. By the time I actually got to the first hospital, I was wait, sitting wait, in a first hospital. Yeah, well, they put me to one and I think they had to transfer me to Damn. the nearest one. Yeah, OK. So I got there. But by the time I got there, it, I was there as if nothing happened. So you felt good then? I was I was myself. Oh. I had my shades on. I was <laughs> cool smiling on <laughs> smiling on the wheelchair and the the, wow. the paramedics were like this what? is not the patient, it's not the same guy. Why are you here? We saw, yeah. yeah. I mean I think at the hospital when they looked at me they were like, This guy looks fine and I was smiling, cracking jokes. Like as if I wasn't that near death is wild. a few minutes ago, but then they moved me to Netke in Kelsrua. Mm-hmm. There they took put me, made me stay. I think overnight or a couple of days. I think it was no. I think they put let me stay overnight, but then they put me on a drip just to to boost up my an IV drip just yeah. to boost up my um my le- my sugar levels yeah. and so forth. Then I think I was out. Said okay, stay at home for the next. I think 10 days. What did they tell you to eat to regain strength? I think they just gave me a normal hospital food at the time. Okay. Because, I mean, like, at that stage, once they gave me the glucogel, I was was okay. I felt like nothing had happened, even though I had that scare. But when I got to hospital, I think I'd had already given me something, something to chew on just to have a lining or to have something in the stomach. And then they observed me overnight, said, okay, we just need to put a drop on you. The night. I, I had I had a scare. I was on the mountain and I was I did a double that day. It was hot. And I went up the first time, came down, and I had something to eat. But when I got down, like I was supposed to have a banana. And this banana wasn't ripe enough. It was and I peeled it, I was like, fuck, I, I couldn't even eat it. So I was like, okay, fine, I'm just gonna have a protein shake, it's fine. And then I'm gonna go mm, up Go and again. Then, and so I went back up. On the way down, like, I, I felt so dizzy, like I was going to pass Sugar out. Levels. And I, was, I couldn't understand what was happening. The only thing that was in my mind was um, the banana I never had. And then I saw people coming up and I was asking, do you, do you have like an orange or something? And then one person said, here's an orange. Moment I ate that orange, I felt like I was Superman. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I ran down so, again, like nothing happened. No, so I've I've learned from that experience. So whenever I feel during a race or during training, I feel a bit. I know that my sugar levels are starting to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a permanent thing, but for me, I already know. I already know my body. How, how often okay. do you eat during a race? How, like, after every 45, after hour? Um, uh, for me, as long as I'm full, dude, I'm good to go. What does that mean? So, <laughs> they, so 
I think they ideally peep they every runner has maybe a set time or when they will take maybe the supplements or have something to eat. But for me I'm it's, it's difficult to explain cuz I get dragged about me and eating while running. I anyone who knows me out there on the road or they see me they will will know that okay this guy is going to have breakfast supper lunch while on the road so okay so you do eat i do eat okay if for me i think if i do long runs i try to eat every 5k's or so sure i try or i try to have something in the stomach that's a lot but i don't Okay, there's times where I go big. Like I'll 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 have a couple big me like sandwiches or bananas, banana loaf is key. Banana loaf is key. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. They I think mm. a couple of guys already know that when they are on the road and I'm running and I will have a banana loaf. So there's there's been races where who makes you banana love just for the race. So we we get your mm-hmm. your your clubs that will support you along the route. Mm-hmm. So they'll buy your cool drinks, maybe they make baked potatoes for club yes. mates and maybe for every runner that needs. So um the thing is banana love if they bought and I'm taking part, they will make sure <laughs> they leave some for me that <laughs> None of, none of that banana loaf is finished before I get to that That's table. Wild. So yeah. I'm I'm a person that has that thing of of eating while on the road and is you, is, is is it because of the scare that you had that made you um feel like you need not, to cons- not not necessarily. Okay. Um I think to a degree it does play a role because I say like for me it was it was a proper scare and the minute I start feeling that i also lose energy and i lose interest i just don't feel the same as what i started so the minute i start getting hungry my focus starts going away that's that's now i tell myself okay the sooner i get something in the easier the run will be for me mm-hmm. but now i have this thing of i delay and delay and then i start fueling a bit too late. Uh, so I'll have for me I've noticed that goose and jowls can work up until a point but I also need something solid in in my stomach just to keep me going. Right. I I I struggle to survive on just goose and jowls. You get other runners out there that can survive or can finish a race on just having water and coke or maybe having their goose or um whatever supplements they take. For me I've noticed that my body needs something mm. solid. So whenever I'm on a run as a an emergency, I will have I have a, your your hydration pack? Yes, yes. So I don't I don't really care much about the water or whatever hydration. I know there's enough water and there'll be cokes on the route depending on the race or if I'm running a, if there's a long run. The on the, in that hydration pack, I will maybe have my goose and i will always have an emergency sandwich yeah. 
all banana loaf stashed <laughs> somewhere. Because I, I know myself. I can. Thing. It's your favorite thing, the banana loaf. On the road, preferably, mm. it's, 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 it's the most easiest to digest. No. It's, especially if it's um, like nice and moist. Then it's mm. like, go for it, puta. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's, for me, that, that's, that's why I would eat often on the road. And not a lot of people understand why. It's because I know my body. So yeah. the minute I don't get something solid in my stomach, I, I'm not going to be the same person yes. that you know when I'm not running. So I tend to be grumpy. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. Hangry. Hang, dude. <laughs> I think, prime example, there's a race out in, in Langerbahn that, that we go out to. So... And that race, my my biggest mistake this year was, well, I can't say biggest mistake, but what took put me off guard was that I didn't have my um, my hydration pack. So I, f- I fueled up the morning. I had prior to the race, it's gonna be a shocker. Maybe I had about two um, plates of pasta from the night before. So I had pasta the the evening before the race. I had pasta, two plates of pasta the morning of the race. And then I had my water. So the race starts is basically run. <clears throat> is that generally what you eat before a long run, like pasta? Um, usually you'd carboload about maybe two to, two to three days before races, not before a night before. But I think because I'm... I can, I can eat during a race, so I don't have I don't generally have stomach issues mm-hmm. in terms of I'll have a runny tummy. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that I'll have a, a issue with what I eat okay. during a race. So I'm I'm comfortable in that way. So I can eat just before a race and I'd be fine. Okay. Some people prefer not to eat. They'll probably have um, supplements, mm-hmm. right? So for that specific race. I thought, okay, cool, they would be um, seconding on the route, like route support, and I'll get whatever I need along the route. Yeah, when we ran through the nature reserve, no one was allowed to be supporting from outside of the the host club or the, the nature reserves. So they limited the amount of people in the nature reserve. Wow. So in the nature reserve, it was just your standard water and coke and then i had my goo gels on me but that was not that's not sufficient for me it can take me up until a point and then you get um nar nauseous yeah so for me it took me up until a point and i was like okay no but now my club mates they were all waiting at around 36 if I'm not mistaken. And for me, that's already... I'd already, like, lost interest in the race. Mm. I'm like, you know what? Now it's a case of... I'm just going to go for the finish. Oh I, don't, I don't care what my time is, but I'll finish the race. Yeah. But I'm not going to finish it in the manner or finish in the time that yes. I would have liked to finish. So if I ate, had my bread, I think I would have been fine. By the time I got to them, I think... I just, it was a case of... They said, here's Avu, where's the banana loaf? I just, I took 
the hole and I and the person had to walk with me. As I was walking, I was eating because I know time was not on my side. I was like, grab and eat. Grab and eat. Wow. And I think I probably ate a th- two-thirds of the Holy loaf by myself. Shit. And then I had something to, to wash it down with. And then I think a, a clubmate of mine dragged me to the finish. And he's like, I'm not going to leave you now. Because I left the individual at the back. They caught up to me. Oh. By the time they caught up, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to find my way to the finish. He's like, I'm not leaving you. Let's go. Wow. And he's like, okay, we can do five hours. I was like, I'm good with 5.30. Holy shit. I'm, like, I'm good with 5.30. This is my race. I'm done. I'm just going to go to the finish now. It's like, no, we can do five, um, five hours. Wow. So got to that point, had something to eat in as much as I was already out of it mentally. Wow. I was dragged to, to the finish. I was pushed. It's like, look here, let's do five, five hours. It's within us. And we got in wow, well at five hours. But yeah, I, I need to eat on the road. It's, it's one thing people don't understand. How do I do it? I, don't, I just it's do it. Vital. It's vital. Yeah, it's, it's me. I want to go back to you had... It sounded like there was more than one traumatic experience. Yes. So could you take me through, could you take these streets through <laughs> and the, the uh, next time you had a scare? The next time, I think this one was quite a major one. First one, I think, yeah, it was just a case of uh, low sugar levels. My second one was, I think, the most scariest. And that, I think that was between 2016 2017 for that one i i'm super busy so at a t- at a point sunday to sunday i would re- i wouldn't i wouldn't be resting so my morning would be i'd wake up i'd go run go to gym and then i'd have a second session in the afternoon whether it was gym session or running session gym session okay. so that year, I still did boxing. Oh, wow. So I'd run, gym, and then in the afternoon, go back for boxing or I'd do spinning. Tuesday, same story. Wednesday, same story. Thursday, same story. And then I think on a Friday, I'd do maybe a light session, but I'd be busy on a Friday. Friday I don't know if it's told us the way that he's now, but I remember there was some time where Fridays was your fish and chips. Yes, thing. so... No, 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 it's, 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 it's not like that anymore, okay, but, okay. <laughs> but back then it was. Okay. So Friday would be my fish and chips, but I'd also have a gym session in between. And then weekends, I'd do something the Saturday and I'd do something the Sunday. So there was no rest. And now it got to soccer season. And at the same time, I was prepping for two oceans marathon. So the schedule now became run in the morning, gym in the um, gym as well in the morning, and then have a on a Monday I would have a gym session, whether it's boxing or a spinning class. Tuesday, Tuesdays and Thursdays would be soccer. So it would still be run in the morning, gym, in the afternoon I would either squeeze in a running session a, a, a gym session and then rush off to soccer. Can, can I ask you why you had that 
plan set up? I th like I said, I mean, I, I was so busy. I just, that was how I just kept busy. I was, that was just me. I can't really say why I kept such a schedule. It just happened. Didn't Mrs. Abu complain about your busy schedule? No. Oh. It, it was just, it was just a me. I can't really explain and say mm. why. No one would really question me. It was just I would find mm. the time to get all of these in. Okay. So that was Monday to Thursday, Friday, easy. And then on weekends, one of two things would happen. It's either I would run on Saturday and then play a match on the afternoon. And then, or I would run the Sunday. Right, and then on top of that, I was also a qual. Oh, well, not I was also. I am a qualified soccer referee. Yes. So on a Saturday, it would be if I don't run the morning. I'm on the soccer field from about seven a.m. refereeing junior games up until the last, the senior, the first team game, refereeing, and then in between, I would stop. And I'd play my own game and then rush to referee one of a soccer game. And then Sunday, I'd go for my run if I didn't run the Saturday. Sheesh. Build up to two oceans. One day, I come out of gym, get to the office, and I sit down. And I immediately feel my heart rate is irregular. My colleague asked me, are we okay? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm I'm okay. It's just my heart's beating fast, like just going at it. He he leaves me for about. He tell, okay. just tells me to go for a walk or to go have like um cold water or something just to cool down. So I'm thinking, okay, I probably overworked myself at gym. I'm um, to probably just relax. I think within an hour, he said, "Dude, you're not looking good. Go to the sister." Um. So there's an indoor sister clinic in the in the building. Okay, that's dope. Went to the sister and I told them, um, sis, this is the case. My heart's beating irregularly. It beats fast and then just slows down. She sat me down. She took my pulse. She read my pulse and then she's like, this is definitely not normal. She quickly called in the doctor. Doctor did the same thing. What is that? You, you what know, is that stethoscope? Stethoscope listens to my heart. It's like, okay, ECG. When they took the ECG, I think my heartbeat was going at 120. I don't know if that's normal, but it was going at about 120 beats per minute, and then it would drop to about 70, 80 in a space of a six minutes. Sheesh. So it would it hit up there. And then it would drop, and then and then go up. Sheesh. And the doctor's like, "We are sending you need to go to a cardiologist." Holy shit! So then I had they sent me to a, audio, a cardiologist same day. I, my colleague rushed me to the cardiologist, Netcake Health River once again. Got there, waited my turn to see the doctor. The doctor did a couple. First, also did the ECG on me, and then I think they put me, I felt like an athlete. 
felt like I was doing a medical because I did proper medicals. I had to run in the treadmill. Really. With um. Just, they put that um, that. Yes, they put the mask oxygen mask on. Yeah. on. They put, um, I don't know. Okay, they put stuff things All to read pads. pads to read my yes. heart, and they had made me walk on a treadmill. I went through that. They scanned me. Only to find out that my heart had grown slightly larger than what oh. a what a normal heart would be. So it it was Yo. centimeters. Bigger and then the doctor, the doctor at the time asked me, "So what do you do?" So I told him, "No, I just gym, play soccer, and I run, and that is like what I do during the week and on weekends." And it's like usually cases like this happen if to triathletes Sheesh. because they because of the, the 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 work that they or the training that the rigorous training that they put themselves through for the running swimming and the cycling. the cycling that they do the training does cause their hearts so he says they've seen it mostly on professional professional athletes Sheesh, bro. that their hearts would grow to to That's to the size that mine grew wow. to so i was like okay cool well not cool but i was like <laughs> Okay, cool, but not cool. <laughs> not, it wasn't cool because it was a scare. So he told me, yeah, this is the case and we're going to put you off doing any form of physical activity, form of activity whatsoever for the next, I think they put either 10 weeks or 8 weeks. Sure. Meaning no... It's two and a half months. No gym because they had, they had to... To get my heart back down to a normal size. So they put me off. And first thing I did, I think, I could be wrong. I think I walked back home. From the hospital? From the hospital. So the the day, the day they put me out. They just told you you're not supposed to. Yeah. So the day they put me out, I thought, you know, why should I? I'm just here. I'll take an easy walk home. It's it's not far. So obviously they would ask me, do you have someone to pick you up? And and then when you book out and you just need to collect this downstairs at So like, yeah. So I was like, what I'm is wrong with you? I'm not even gonna bother take I think there was you could get taxis and then just drop you off. I was like, no, you know what? I've been stuck in bed because I think they kept me there for two weeks just for observation. Wait, so you were they kept you in hospital for two weeks? Yes, for observation. <gasps> Holy shit! And then the other six, eight weeks I was at home. At home. I couldn't bed. Well, I just had to be in bed or not do any form of exercise. Yeah. So yeah. So. So you walked home and then what? I walked home. I got home. Everyone was surprised. Like, did you walk home? Why didn't you call us? I'm like, no, I was fine. I mean. Honestly, I struggled that eight weeks of doing absolutely nothing. Meaning waking up. So remember, I'm so used to, even till this day, I'm so used to waking up Monday to Thursday and doing some form of exercise. Whether I go running or I know I'm going to gym. So now I'd wake up. I'd be like... (laughs) I'd, 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 I'd be... How do I put it? I'd be a sad case of a, a avu. Yeah. Because I'm not getting mm. my fix. Yes. 
I'm not getting my fix now for the next eight weeks. I'm sitting, I wake up and I have to like lie down and not even think of exercise. But I think by week six that I was at home, I started going to gym. But, you, but didn't you go back for a checkup just to make I, sure? I did. I did go back. But I'm saying by, by week six, I went back to okay. gym maybe like once or twice and, a week. And, but And they cleared you? Not officially, officially. Holy shit. But I just couldn't, I couldn't anymore. I, I felt that the four to five weeks was, was enough. I was starting to lose it. Because I started, I think we, I do push-ups. But something, minor things, nothing too hectic. <laughs> okay. But I'd, I'd, keep me, I'd keep myself busy, whether it was a small walk or maybe push-ups or something. But I would, I'd try not to get my heart rate elevated to a point of no return type of Did the thing. doctor say it was okay to do this? Well, when I went for a checkup and... Oh, she so did this before the checkup? Before the official checkup, yes. Because okay. I know he said I need to rest X amount of weeks and then I need to go back to him so that they can say, okay, I've got the all clear. Because they would have only given me the all clear if my heart had already gone back down to a normal size. Because I think... I could I had I had the paper at home I still kept it. I think it my centimeter grew uh, my centi- my heart maybe grew about 8 to 10 centimeters bigger than a normal heart. 8 to 10 which is 8 to 10 yes. bro. <laughs> what? So, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was I was probably relatively quite fit eight at the time. 8 to 10. And also I think when I got when I when that was done I still had time. I was still in time for oceans, if I'm not mistaken. No, this guy. What? But now with with the oceans, <laughs> with the application of oceans, I had to be honest and fair and tell them, okay, with the questionnaire that they do, they ask you, have you had any heart issues or whatever. So I had to actually get a clearance certificate from the doctor to say, yes, I'm good to go. I'm a okay. You, you, so that's something. That second one. Was, did the doc- wait, wait. Did the doctor give you the clearance? Yes. So I had to go back and... So the, the, the cardiologist <sighs> did do the tests and say, okay, your heart is now back to normal. You're good to, to start training again. You're good to so, run the marathon. <laughs> well, not, not, not immediately, but I'm good to start to train. I'm now wow. moving, <clears throat> I think a few months later, when I had to now... When I was doing my signing up for the two oceans the medical questionnaire yes i had to now be honest i couldn't so then in their questionnaires they asked what was the issue so put it in there and then the last thing before they could actually take my accept my application i had to bring them a signed um i think i think they you can download a signed form that has to go to a doctor to say okay Okay. He's tested me, and yes, he gives me the all, all clear to to go to do the marathon. Wild. So, so it, it's, it's it's a lot of things Wild. that come into play when can, it comes to can, my running. Can, can, can we just go back, like that <clears throat> rigorous routine that you had, um, building up to the uh, the mutant heart. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put. You know, Nicely put. Like, how was your sleep? How was your sleeping back then? I could I could just 
sleep. Eh? I, I don't have an issue with, with sleeping. Um, in general, I, when I have to sleep, I sleep. I, it's just that my hour, I don't sleep long enough. I, yeah, that, that's what I was okay. going to get to. Like how, so, how many hours a night did you average of sleep back then? I, 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 if I hit six, it's a bonus. Eh? Wow. Um, if I hit six, it's a bonus. Usually, I think I can I get away with about five mm. at most. But I do know it it does catch up to me during the day. And today, or these days, what is it like? I think six, five, five, six is a on a, is, is average. Okay. Five, six is is, is average. But at least you, you you're not as active. No, I think. To some, it might not seem like I've toned it down because I'm still a busy person. Mm. Um, but I'm not as busy as before. So it's also come to a point when my body needs... Like I said earlier, I've gotten to a point where I understand my body. Mm. So when my body needs a rest, I give it a rest. Okay. So it's a case of if we train three times a week... Or four times a week we, we run. And obviously each day our distances will be different. I can get up and join you for those runs. There's some days where I won't pitch. And there's some days that I do pitch. If we're doing a 10K, and my friends know this, the guys that I run with, they know this. And it's something they tell every time. And it is what it is. I can easily run... A 4K. And I got up at 4 a.m. to run with the guys. I'll start with them, but I won't finish with them. Is it? Meaning I turned around either before halfway or I turned around at two kilometers. But why is that? My body just doesn't want to go, in, go on anymore. So is, that, is, 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 is it the my body thing or is it my mind thing telling my body? It's... I think... Um, it touches but of both because I am stubborn enough to continue. I know with, within a race, I'm not just going to stop because I can stop. When I am in a race, the aim is to finish and however tired I am, I'll push through to get to the finish, right? Um, unless then I just, I get cut off, of which it has happened twice. We can touch on that as well if i'm willing sure. to go there <laughs> so but in in all other races i do get to a point where i'm tired but i will push to the finish that's where i said if it gets to a point where i'm tired and i know okay i can't go i'm not going to reach my target i'll slow things down that's where my eight minutes nine minutes come in so you won't be like fuck i gotta i gotta gotta push hard now because I'll have my moments, but if I feel like I can't go more than what I'm going now, I will rather run and finish the race, race comfortably than get to a finish and I'm dead. I, I'm not at that level. Okay. And it's, it's, it's just how I am as a person and how okay. I, I approach races. So I'll push myself to as far as I can. And if I get to the finish and I'm still feeling good, good. If I get to halfway or 30Ks at, in a race and I feel 
this is my limit. I can't go faster or I can't do much, but let me go and finish the race. I'll push and finish the race. But now don't expect me to maintain what I maintained the first 30 Ks because that after 30 Ks or whenever, things change. Mm. And for me, it's a case of rather than dying on the road, let me finish the race comfortably and knowing that, okay, I've done what I could do and I'm happy with what... I might be disappointed, but at the end of the day, I got to the finish. Was there another scare? Or those the only two that you um, Those are the only two scares that I've taken lessons from and up until today, I am still mindful of them. Okay. Even though okay. I think I, I, sh I am... I know what to do now. So I've learned and my body, I know how to, to respond to certain things when it comes to my body. Mm. So I sort of, if sugar levels drop, I know my symptoms. Okay. So if I'm hungry, I know I'm getting hungry. If I don't eat, I'm going to have troubles later down the line with the race or... How many, how many marathons have you done? I, I don't keep count but i've done i've got a fair share really you, I, you don't keep count at all i don't you just it's another one i think it's not not i have marathons that i go into just to run i have marathons that i would go into then i would target and say okay i'm going for this time and in saying that Maybe, <laughs> I think about 70% of the time out of those marathons, I haven't reached my target. I'm, and I'm comfortable with that because I've finished all my marathons. Okay. So I get to the finish. Are we talking like 15, 20, um, thousand? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think, yeah, maybe I could be, if maybe just over 15, Sure. Because if I count Cape Town alone, I finished my sixth one this year. Six? Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. So so it means I could have done more than 20 marathons throughout, in general. And then you've done ultras as well, right? Yeah. Ultras, I've done... There's two ultras that I've done, or the two both? major ultras that I've done, if I can put it that way, it's obviously um, Two Oceans Marathon, mm -hmm. the 56 that is in, host, that's Cape Town, and then there's the mother of all races, the ultimate human race. Um, the comrades. The comrades, yeah. I've, what was that like? Um, I've, uh, that, that one takes a lot out of a person. You really got to dig deep um personally speaking you gotta dig deep i like mean mentally physically or mentally i think <clears throat> i think that the comrades is more a mental thing than than a physical thing for for this is my me looking at it because i can personally i can train for the way I train or the way I know I can train, physically I can be prepared. Physically I know I can train and I can be at the level of where I need to be to finish the race. 
Um, I can, okay, my, my, my running training is a bit dodgy, but with physical strength, I can get myself to, to a state whereby I can finish comments. You know, I can tell myself that I can finish. But for me, mentally, it's, 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 I think that it, it's quite, quite a stretch. Mm. I think it, it gets to a point where you just don't, you get lost. You wonder, why are you doing this? You go through a lot emotionally in that race. You find yourself picking yourself up and a lot happens in comrades. So if you haven't been to comrades or on the route, there's a lot that happens that one does not see in terms of what happens to runners, what you see. What do you see? Um, so you, you'd get your guy, you'd get guys sitting along the road that you'd see that they've ran themselves to a point that they can't anymore. They're sitting with, um, the silver blankets. Oh, yes, yes. They're sitting there and it's midday. The temperature is probably about 20 degrees and you're sitting there with the silver jacket waiting for assistance. Yeah, because like you're in shock or? It's, so... It can be that their bodies are in shock, you know? They've ran themselves to a point of they can't continue. So for me, I can say, look, I can, I can try to be physically ready, but the mental strength that one needs for comrades takes a lot. Because I'm still trying to get back but, okay, wait. And fighting that fight. What, what, okay, what, what else do you see? So people sitting on the side of the road with the silver, silver jackets waiting for medical attention. Medical attention. Um, you, you just see a lot. People um, just throwing up because this, the body can't handle it anymore. Shit. It, it's, it's a lot of physical, I mean, physical things that happen to the human body mm. or the human anatomy, if I can yeah. sound smart. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you'd get cases where the, you running in front of me, mm. all of a sudden you stop a cramp, your muscle moves. Now you ask yourself, the thing is jumping and it's a cramp. So things like that can actually, if you've never seen it before, it can take a lot out of you. So you need to be prepared. And then if you're going to comrades, you need to know what you're putting yourself into. Mm. Like when I did Cato Marathon, it's my first race ever. So I, I didn't know what to expect, right? So I'm <clears throat> running and along the way, you see people like just, I can literally pass the fuck up. People laying on one side in pain and agony. And this person, mm. this... And, and it plays with your mind, right? It's like, please let that not be me. Let that not be me. And then you see somebody, like the last three Ks, and they pull up their hamstring, just pops, and then they're like, and I'm like, fuck. Like, so now take that and double it. Sure. Because remember, um, comrades are thousands, right? Yes. So 
90 you, kilometers. You, you pass, let's say your first 30 k is, is a breeze. Mm. Then you get to 42, is your marathon. You're just about halfway, right? You're halfway. You still got another 40-odd to go. Sheesh. Now, with a marathon, already they say your marathon would start at about 25, 28 k's. Comrades, 25, 28 k's, that's still nothing. So at Comrades, at about 60, that's where the mental strength needs to come in. That's when shit gets real. So for me, I've gone two years. I went two years, 2017. Oh, I only know about the one year. And I went two years. I went for two. I went two years. I know the first time that you Which went. was, I think it was 2017. Either 2017, 2018, or 2018, 2019. One of the two. Um, the first year that I, I went, I can say, physically... I was ready. Physically, I was honestly ready. I knew I could, I could survive. I was, I wasn't. My body was just in 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 condition. I I just know I was ready, but I didn't finish. My mental strength wasn't there. Sure. So I I know with me the mental thing plays a lot. And if I'm not feeling something, I'm not feeling it. Sure. And, and it happens a lot in running. If I don't feel it, then I don't feel it. So with comments, as much as I went there with the mindset of I want to finish, I'm going to finish, I just, along the route, I lost myself. I went to places that I don't want to see myself back in, but then you come out of it again. So you might struggle for five minutes in terms of this is it, you sit down, you don't want to continue anymore. Then you get up and you just find yourself going again. You're up there, you're back in it. And then half an hour later, maybe, same situation or a couple of kilometers down the line, same situation. Or you see something happening right in front of you that just hits you and you're like, geez, it throws you out. So it's it's those kind of things. It's those kind of things. Okay, so what happened the second time that you went? And when was was it the, the following the, year? The or? following year. So okay. the second time, I just knew I didn't have enough training. And I know there is people that went, that can go into comrades with far less training than what I did. So, look, for, for comrades, guys would normally clock about 1,200 above kilometers for, for the training period. How long, like, is the A2B camp or? No, dude. So, comrades happens in June, okay. right? And then your qualifying season usually... I'll just say, for example, start in August. Most guys will start in December training again. Or the first marathon, once it opens up, they just look for a qualifier. And then the rest of the time they, they speak, they just um, start training for comrades. What do you have to do to qualify for, for comrades? 
comrades, you need your marathon time needs to be under four hours fifty. Sheesh, under four fifty. Four fifty. And that's a normal forty-two k. That's a forty-two k. Not an ultra. Okay. So and then look, um, you can qualify using a couple ultra races. There is time. I'm just not too um, familiar with what you need to run an ultra under to com to qualify for okay. for comrades. But there is there is a time. So for for yeah, if you're under ultra, they do set a time to say, okay, look, you need to run x the the ultra under under this time to qualify for comrades. Because to run um, two oceans. Five hours is enough, or you need to run two a uh, marathon under five hours. So, then if you say okay, your next focus would be the fifty six, and you want to use the fifty six as your qualifier for comrades. If you if you didn't make the mm -hmm. five hours in any other marathon yes. that you took, but you know okay, I can run a four fifty marathon now. I'm ready. You can always base yourself and say okay. At the two oceans, um, for me to run a qualifier for comrades, I need to run it under this time. Then you can just say, okay, you're training for that time. Okay. And then you can qualify for comrades. Okay, so the second time you went, you just you felt like you just didn't train enough. Yes, I didn't train enough um, due to the fact that I had quite a serious injury. What happened? That, so I, less, lessons learned again, because I would just um, run and not do my stretching and foam rolling afterwards. And because I was, I'm, I'm so active, stretching was not a part of my routine. So my muscles were so packed up that I damaged my legs were, the one leg was shorter than the other. So I started overcompensating. Okay. So then it shortened my hamstrings, oh. it, my calves. So whenever I try and run, I would have a shocking pain. And this happened one training run. I thought, that's just a minor thing. I finished the training run in pain. And then the next day when I tried to run, nothing, I couldn't put a step on the on my on my foot. I think I even had to wear a moon boot at the stage just to to balance and to soften my me when I walked or I was using a crutch, one of the two. That's Holy how that's shit. how bad. So and I think at that time I was training for a wow. marathon in Feb. Went to physio, went to a chiropractor just to get myself sorted out for the marathon in Feb. Chiropractor said um, I don't advise you to run the marathon because you're not fit to run it. Your muscles are not good. If you do run, you will just cause more damage than than what you have caused already to your to your muscle. So luckily for me, I think the previous year I had already qualified for 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 oceans and I'd already ran. A qualifying time for comrades. Um, I know back in the at some at some stage, comrades five sub five was good enough. So I think I had ran a, a 
a, a qualifying time the year before. But now I was prepping for the, for the current year. So then I skipped, I missed that marathon. I didn't have much training in those runs during that period. And then two oceans came along. Um, now I'm on the fence. Do I go? Do I not go? I've already rent, entered for two oceans. I've already entered for, um, for comrades. And 20, so oh, now the years come back. It was 2018 was my first year. 2019 was my second year. The reason being, um, because of the injury and also two oceans that year, got ex the, the finishing time got extended by 30 minutes because I think it was the 50th running oh. of two oceans. So usually the cutoff time was seven hours or is seven hours for two oceans. And that year they made it 7.30 because oh, wow. it was also their 50th year of hosting or of it being the two oceans. So they wanted to make it more inclusive. So it was, yeah, it was a bigger, yeah. yes. That helped me quite a bit because I wasn't sure if I was going to finish in time or not. Because even there I thought, okay, I'm going to go to Comrades. I've registered. I still have time. If I finish, I don't finish. I'd, but I'll go and see how far I get at Comrades that year. Then I thought, told myself, okay, fine, I'll use Two Oceans as my last long training run mm. for prep, for Comrades now. Because I know months, I've lost months, I've lost weeks because of the injury that I had. So I went into Two Oceans, I ran it. And I just about finished before cutoff. I think I ran a 7, either 7.27 or 7.23. I was chuffed because I didn't do much long run train. I didn't have much training runs going into that. Then the next one was now Comrades. Same situation. My last long run was, um, what you call this, Two Oceans. When you said two oceans, the ultra or the ultra, okay. the ultra, Got the it. ultra, Got it. the fifty-six. So then I thought, okay, that was my last one, and then I tried to squeeze in a couple of runs. And at this time, the injury is still playing quite a big thing because now I have to go into a run strapped up just to secure the muscle, get the support. You know, going to physios. I'm still attending the Cairo just to check that everything is aligned, I'm not out of place. Even they said, look, you can go and run, but you, you might not finish. But I was like, no, I'm willing, you know? So I went, started at um, the comrades, and I think I got cut off at about 75. 5Ks. Wow, she's only 75 and like 75Ks I got cut off. Sheesh. And I was not, I think the 2019 run, I was not as hard on myself as the, tw the first one. Because the first one, like I said, I was, I was physically ready. I was just mentally, that, that took a knock. So the, going the next year, I think now, because there's, so with the two oceans, you go, there's an up run and a down run. 
So the first year I went, it was the down run where you start in Maritzburg, you finish in Durban, and that year I got cut off at about 80. Fuck, you were yes. almost there. I think it was, in fact, I think it was, it was the last cutoff point just before going in, going to the finish, Shit, which is yeah. around 80. Almost. And then, so now you can think, I've trained to Fuck. this state or to know that physically I am ready. But mentally, it took a beating on me and I couldn't finish. So it was, I was, I was a bit, um, Hardened myself on for that run. But the following year, I just went there, told myself, you know what, I'm going to run and get as far as I can because I know I didn't put in the work as much as mm. as I wanted to. Yes. And to this, I haven't, I haven't gone back to comrades. <laughs> but I plan yeah. to go back. It's something that I've accepted. And if I look at my so-called running vet career yes, yes. <laughs> your illustri those, illustrious yes those are the only vet. two races that i have not finished mm. to date to date wow wow okay so right now you're on a quest to get a sub five marathon right so that you can qualify for two oceans alternate correct yes first things okay. first yes. and 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 you have a final opportunity to do so Come February, the Peninsula not, Marathon. Alone. Not necessarily um, Peninsula alone. There is a couple other races oh, really? after after um, Peninsula. So Peninsula is your first shot in of no. the new year. Yes. Okay. Yes. So so there is one in in Jan, at the end of Jan, if I'm not mistaken, but. There, for at that specific race, I'll probably do the shorter distance. And then, um, in prep for, for, the, for the peninsula race. And then I think there is one, one or two more races that you can use. I'm just not too... Okay. I haven't checked the calendar in detail as yet. W okay, so, what pace do you have to run if you want to finish a sub-five? I think it's just, let me just do runner's maths quickly. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think it's about probably under seven minutes a K, if I'm not mistaken. Or let me not say your average pace is probably un just under seven minutes a K. You'd be risking it if you're running on seven yeah. minutes a K. Sheesh. You'd be wow. risking it. So yeah, seven, seven, I think seven minutes a K is your is your average pace but just under mm. but everyone wants to would preferably go want to run under seven minutes because you want that safety because not for me but what i've learned is that not every kilometer will be the same in a race mm, that's very true so you can't it it would be really difficult to say you're gonna run seven minutes okay for every kilometer there is parts where you will lose speed there is sections where you will gain speed mm. so to be safe mm. under seven minutes okay you're good okay you're good mm. yeah Yo, are you are you are you feeling confident about this this Peninsula Marathon, that you're going to get that, that sub-five, so at least the pressure is off you then. 
Um, if I if I put in if I put in the work, I will. I should. I should be. So why is it an I, if? Is it because it's K December? Besides, besides the 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 the, the December part. Um, mm. me being me. I'm I'm a, I'm, I would say I'm a social runner. In a sense of I don't have. A, a competitive drive in me you know there's yes there's races that really? i will target for example now peninsula i'm target is is a target that i'd like to to get a qualifier there right um when i say i'm a social runner as i'd rather have enjoy myself on the road I would rather be the one that enjoys myself on the road. I I don't there's times where I run with them on a mission, but on most occasions I I I relax and I run my the easiest runs that I have had is when I run at my at my easiest or when I'm the most relaxed. Mm. If I run under pressure and I have to think about time, things just don't work out for me. But that's was literally happening so, now. So I, I, that's what I'm saying. Mm. I know that there's a time that I need to run for. Mm. But at the same time, I need to be at, at ease. Okay, you've got so to find a balance. I've got to find a balance. So now it means I need to put in the work in my training, mm. of which for me, I, I'm all, I also have a casual approach <laughs> in my training. When, when do you officially start with your training for Peninsula? I'd like to say technically I have kind of started okay. building a base. Okay. Just trying to rack up um, some mileage in the legs okay. now. And then Jan, I should continue mm-hmm. and put in, like, put in the speed and just to get to a level of fitness that is satisfactory for me to say, okay, you know what? Now you can go for it. Mm-hmm. And Peninsula, it's possible. Because this year I did it. And I think this year I did bulk of my work during the December period. And I continued in January. I put in the work. And peninsula, this Peninsula this year, I had a fairly good run. Even though the start of the run was not... <laughs> the easiest of starts, but yeah, I I did okay. So it's it's doable. It's doable in the peninsula. Mm. It's gonna be it's gonna be hot then as well, right? Um, yeah, but unfortunately, we we can't determine what the god the the weather gods give us on the day. Cause are, are you gonna condition yourself like to run maybe at at later times just to condition yourself for that heat, or how do you um, normally do that? I try, I try to do that. So, because I prefer to run in the mornings, I do do later runs. Sometimes I'll skip my morning runs and try run in the afternoon, which is maybe around four. While it's not ideal conditions, personally speaking, only because, yes, it's still hot, but at that time, the sun is not if it's a, if it's going to be a hot day the sun is not the same at 
four or five in the evening mm. as what it would be, let's say, if you start at nine o'clock, mm. 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you know? Yeah. So I need to find a balance mm. where I can start maybe at a nine o'clock in the morning where yeah. on a hot day or on a warm-ish day and know that this is the type of weather that or conditions I can expect on the day. Yeah. Also, it could rain on the day. There mm. could be wind on the day. And that also. On, on that stretch, it does get windy. Is it? Yes. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that could happen. The only thing is, I just need to put in the work now to make my run easier come the day. Okay. Are you, are you married? No. Okay. I am seeing someone though. Okay. And she is, is she also a runner? No. Okay. But supportive. Really supportive of your supportive. running life. That's good. Man. It's not easy, but yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always a case of people who don't run. They ask where you're running to. What are you chasing with all this running? Uh, so it's, 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 I had that question last week it's, it's, on the podcast. It's, it's 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 that kind of. So every runner goes through those questions. Why are you running? You you're running like a madman. Why run when you can walk? Or why run when you can drive type of a thing. So she asked this question. No. Okay. It's luckily she's known me being this kind of a person. Not always happy with it. I am reminded at times to to rest. I am asked often when am I resting? So it's it's something that is become part and parcel of our relationship to a, to a point. Okay. Hmm. Well, what if she starts running one day? So I want to join you. That's, that's entirely up to her. Eh? Okay. If she's keen, then albeit. Doesn't, I might, you might find me running at six, eight, nine minutes again. You'd ask me why. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you you see uh-huh. you might find me running uh-huh. at eight nine ten minutes okay. again okay okay maybe i'm not running alone yeah I, i'm I, running with her i got you so it's yeah so so but if so i'm always the one that is i'll support mm. you know i'm not gonna discourage and say no it's not for you no 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 you don't want their life, baby. I don't. I don't want <laughs> you, that. You don't want that. I life. mean, even even when I'm running now on the road, when I do races, if I see um, fellow clubmates or runners that I know and they're struggling, I'll help them out. Mm. Um, and I will only leave an individual if I see okay, no, they looked after now. Mm. But if I see that there's no one around or you need assistance now, I'll stop and assist you, and then. Once you sort it out, I'll continue with my own race. Mm. So it's, it's just me. I can't... It's in as much as these races that I target, I always find myself in a situation, in a position that I help people. Mm. Whether I have a target that I want, I'll forget the target and I'll you assist know. the next yes. person. Yes. That's, that's just <clears throat> me. And it's not a case of, I go into the race thinking of, I'm going to help. Yeah. I know in at that race, 
I'm targeting that race. I've got a time that I want to go for and I'll push. And if I see that you're struggling at a point and I know that you are, you and I usually would run together and I know we can run more or less the same time, I might lift you up and you can finish stronger than where you are at. Mm. Or you might actually help me to even go and do better, you know? Mm. So it's, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a Give and take type of yes. a situation. So I'm not. I, I find mm. it difficult. I'm gonna say use the word selfish. Yeah, I, on I, the road. I yeah, it's pretty admirable to do something like that. That's amazing. What what tips do you have for for runners? You know the ones coming up in these streets. Maybe <sighs> even <laughs> even for those running for years, you know, what what tips, what knowledge can you, what other knowledge can you impart to say? My, my number one thing, firstly, is enjoy yourself. Mm. I, I, try, I try to go into a race stress-free um, with the approach of, that's my time. You know, remember one thing, you don't get paid. Or us, me, for example, I don't get paid to run. Mm. I pay to run. Yes. You know? So in me paying and in me enjoying running, let me enjoy the run. Mm. You know? So if you can, enjoy your run while you can. And obviously as you grow or as your running gets better, you will, you will understand what your potential is at. If you want to take it to the next level, by all means, go for it. But don't forget the essence of enjoying your running. Because most of, most of the times... I would think some of us started for health reasons to be active. Um, it's a way, it's a coping mechanism for some of us, you know, and then they start for there you get you fall in love with with running. So from there you grow. That also then says if you find potential, go for it. Don't let a avu stop you and say no, running is not for you. Anyone can run. I mean. You started running. You didn't enjoy it. Yeah. You know, you 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 didn't see yourself as a runner. But now, one can call you a runner, even though you have. I don't think so. No, trust the, me. I'm just the guy who likes running. Trust me. <laughs> definition of a runner. You know. I don't know. So we can call you a runner. You've got a marathon. Within how many months you've started running? I think it was July. I started running. And you ran a marathon in September, October. Somewhere there. Yeah, October, yeah. I think I ran two years before I did my first marathon. Is it? Exactly. So, you see the difference? It took you a couple of months to run a marathon. It took me maybe a year or two to run my first marathon. Okay, but... I wouldn't recommend people doing what I did. (laughs) No, no, no. No, agreed. But there's, there's... there's different approaches. Yeah. For you, it could have been a challenge to yourself. It to was say, a challenge for myself. You see, for me, it was a case of I'm enjoying my running and mm. I don't see myself doing a marathon in the next few months. Mm. I went through the process of let me build myself up yes. to a marathon because I did a couple of 10Ks first. Then I think there was an odd 15k run 
before I even got to my first 21. Then I did a couple 21s first. Oh, wow. Before I then decided marathon. Yeah. So it's so yeah. on and so it moved mm. on like that. So for me, it was a case of I need to, I'm not, first things first, I need to enjoy myself on the road. Mm. And when I'm on the road, I enjoy myself. Yeah. Then there's the training part of it, which I enjoy the training, but I'm not consistent enough mm. <laughs> in the training. Yeah. And with my training as well, I am relaxed. Mm. I am very calm. I'm, I enjoy, even though I go through the emotions mm. and the pains of running. Yeah. I, I, after the marathon, then I was like, okay, I, I don't want to do any races yet until I... I wanted to get better first. I wanted to improve and I wanted to learn more and before me, before me doing something uh, else. And then, so that's, that was my approach immediately after the marathon. I was like, okay, that's in the bag now. Let me just focus on improving. What did that happen? Hey? Did you, have you done another race after the marathon? No, no, no. no. I, but I was, have you thought of your next marathon? Yeah, somebody planted a seed in my head. A friend? <laughs> no, I... I did, uh, two weeks ago, I, was it two or three weeks ago, I did uh, a half marathon, just uh, like a oh, on your own. 1K, yeah, on okay, my own, okay. the Friday, the, uh, the Saturday, and the next day I did another 21K, and then somebody asked me, like a, a veteran, commented like, are you, like, what are you training for? Um, so I said, no, I'm just uh, not training for anything, I'm just running, and then they planted the seed. Usually, but usually bay, with... Bay. Is it beta bay? Oh, okay. beta bay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So usually with 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 us with with the runners thing, it's a case of. But I'm I'm pretty sure once you 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 would have seen or bumped into a couple of memes like that when you do your running research, where you see we, a runner gets goes through these emotions, and then they get to the finish and they say, "I'm never doing this again." Oh wow! I'm never running this. I'm done with running. But the minute a specific race yeah, opens up, I've they're the first that. ones to register. <laughs> so you're still going to get there. No, I, I, I haven't, like when I finished Cape Town Marathon, I never th said, I'm never doing this again. I never had that feeling. Okay. I was like, because for me, I was like, okay, there's a lot for me to still learn. Um, mm. In that race, I learned a lot as well. And I know exactly where I could have done better. So I was like, okay, before I do something again, and just run into the next thing. Let me just take some time, take a step back. Let me watch YouTube videos. <laughs> you know, yeah, let me speak good. to other people. Let me let me run like this. Let me run like this. Let me change my techniques and let me just focus on breathing, maybe or you know. Yeah, yeah no, I think also with with that with what you're saying. Those it's things that you you need to learn. You need to one. I also feel one needs to also get comfortable on the road. Mm. You know. Yes, at first when, when I also started, I thought running's an easy sport. It's not. <laughs> just get a couple of tackies and Bob's your uncle. That's what I thought. <laughs> now, That's what I thought. Now I'm in it. The expenses that mm. go with running. Mm. Never mind never mind your your race entry fees that you need to pay and and the likes. That's still nothing. The shoes. That's the, the shoes. Then you find yourself that you're looking for this watch that needs to do this, mm. read your heart rate monitor. Then it's 
your Sop- your supplements. Well, that also. You know. Sure. Then, when 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 you get injured, you forget that there's the expenses of going to physios, mm. going to um, chiropractors. So, it's you need to get comfortable at first. But obviously, when you start, get the right shoe that works for you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the most expensive or top range shoe that you can maybe get at a later stage once you know you invested in the sport or you're comfortable to get that shoe and it works for you so like i say if it, if the if certain shoes work for you but go for it but with your entry level just get something comfortable get comfortable with the road and you find your way don't just i'd say i wouldn't just rush into things and buy yourself a whole runner's kit <laughs> Um, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, mm. but also with that being said, be mindful of what if running is not for you. Uh, you don't want to go into one race. You have spend, one bad race. All the, spend all that money. Spend all that money and you just give up on running yeah. because it's not for you. That was my thing also. Like when I started, I wanted to make sure that if. Let's, after this race, am I going to still keep doing it? That was my one big question before buying. Am I going to be able to sustain this? Is it just a once-off thing? Or mm. so It was playing with my mind because I was like, fuck, this watch is expensive. The shoes are expensive. Yeah. Like, so I'd say, that's why I use I the word... Sorry. That's why I use the word get comfortable with running first mm. before you decide to go for the most... The, the, the higher level or yeah. the pricier things. If you're comfortable to go for it and you know, look, this is what you want, and then by all means, I'm not stopping you. Mm. But I'm just saying, if be comfortable, enjoy running, for know that you enjoy running and you can sustain it for for as, however long you want to sustain it. Because I can't put a cap and say, you can only last two years or running yeah. is only two years. I mean, you've got people running well in their 80s, yeah, 60s and above, and they're doing ridiculous times. Absolutely, I've seen that. So just know for a fact that you're comfortable and you're going to enjoy what you're going into than buying a, a pair of shoes that you're only going to use maybe once and discard mm. them. What about... The, the investment because in running your shoes you your supplementation i i feel personally i think those are investments mm. you know because you're doing something you want you're not gonna buy an expensive shoe just to wear them once Sheesh. unless you have the bucks to do that yeah. then by all means go for go it for but it. i mean there's some of us out there that we can afford to buy one pair and that pair has to take us through our training mm. and our races. Yeah, because there's people you know? that have like training shoes and race shoes. Yes. Yeah. So advise they they out uh, yes generally they say you should rotate your the shoes that you run with. Yeah. So you should know that you have running sh- training sh- p- uh, training shoes, and then race day shoes. Mm. So some of us can only afford one pair at a time. If you get a score and afford two pairs, then by all means mm. go for it. Shout out for the tip with regards to the tights thing. <laughs> yeah, major. No, I mean, it's part and parcel of of learning. Changed my life, bro. It's it's it's, it's we all life. learn. I mean, 
me, me for one, I'm not gonna, I can't give you all my tricks, you know. <laughs> I mean, no, but in, 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 in all fairness, yeah, every runner they have things that work for them, yes, and they might tell you, they might not tell you, or mm. if they do tell you. They'll only tell you up until a point, the rest you yes. figure out yourself. Yes. So I've been through that process where mm. I've tried this, I've tried that, yeah. it's never worked. Yeah. And I've also gone through the type of um, running attire that I need to wear or I need to mm. be comfortable with. Example, I was never one that was comfortable with shorts. With like a, sh like like a normal short. A pant. normal shorts, whether it was... A three-quarter. So you I were was, always more comfortable in the tights. No, not not even a tights. I would always wear like a, a long, long a long pants, like, like a tracksuit so, pant. A tracksuit. So the only time I would wear shorts would be if I'm on the soccer field. It's wild. Soccer field, or if I'm doing maybe a race, then immediately after I'd wear something long. Really. But now I've gotten comfortable in wearing shorts. Sure. And even comfortable in wearing tights um, at races. Because for me, tights are also one of those piece equipments that have gotten, are made comfortable enough mm. to run in, you know. So it, there's a lot. Because I, I never, like, I've always, I've always loved shorts and I've never seen myself wearing something other than a shorts. Mm. And then after a few chafing wounds, <laughs> I said, fuck, I'm ready to give this up. I can't do this anymore. And I just started to feel more uncomfortable on the road, running in the shorts. Then I was like, oh, I don't want to wear tights because I never see myself yes. wearing a short tights. Well, the only time you'd wear tights would maybe, other than a speedo, would be in the pool. For some of what? us. For some of us. Why would you wear tights in the pool? Remember, they'd make the long swimming tights. In for the pool. For pool, yeah. You, you don't... Uh -uh. Oh, bro, there you go. I know the long tights, yes. Uh, but but they, like, they have your um, tight, like long speedo tights now for swimming. Those are the only other... I never knew that. You never knew. Besides, like, a, I, like a speedo... Uh -uh. They, I've, they have I've got a long tights that I wear for the mountain when it gets really cold, like in okay. winter. Oh, yeah, your long tights, yes. Yeah, yeah. But so, other than that, like... Oh, okay. No, but no, but no. I never see myself wearing a short... Short pen tight. Up until now. <laughs> up, up until yesterday. Only when you on the road. Yeah, only when I'm on the road. Yes. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I I won with the first time yesterday when I was running. Okay. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. What was? Yes, yesterday, yes. Okay. I was like, where am I now? <laughs> no, the long weekend. Remember Friday yeah. was a public holiday, yeah. then Saturday was now yes. the holiday. Today's but, it, but it's so much better running in a tights for me personally. Yeah, no. Um, also, it, it also um, decreases the chances of the chafing. Dude, like I'm chafed. So, I'm chafe free. Like I've got no wounds today. Because I know. Okay, so you can still use. I think I told you about the baby bump. Yes, cream. yes. So there's, there's. I think back in the day, Vaseline was the go-to, and you just mm, I, layers I, of it. When, so when I do long runs, like. I'll put Vaseline on my nipples. Okay, yeah, I, for, for, for the chafing, the t-shirt as like well. But like when I did the Cape Town Marathon, then I put plasters on my nipples. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I watched a YouTube video. So, yeah, no, no. So. It's, dude, you don't want to end up finishing a race and you've got 
bloodstains trickling down. I've seen videos of people got bloodstains on their shirts. Like, and it's insane. I'm pretty sure that stuff's sensitive when you have to hit the shower. Eh? Oh. So, yeah. Or even wearing clothes. or. Because I've also gone through a couple of those um, chafing incidences. So, I've learned. Yeah. I mean, it's it's part and parcel of learning. You, mm. No one's going to tell you the, on the onset. Because... Yeah. Chances are, when you start off, you start on your own. Yes. Then, as you grow or as you go forward with running, you pick up now, you start building your own running network, mm. meeting people, and then there, you learn things. Because yes. now when you're sitting and talking after run, how did this happen? How did that happen? Or what are you using? Yes. Or, you know, how did you start? So mm. there you start picking up things. Mm. So that's why I say, John, when you start off, most things you you won't know what's happened. You won't no. know. You don't. You you go in there, not knowing what to expect yes. from running. Cause you just see, okay, they've got techies, and they're running. And they've a, got and a watch <laughs> and a watch, and then they've got uniforms. Uh, but uh, where they're running to and what they're running for, you don't you know. Don't but know. once you're in, it's just a different spectrum. Mm. You it opens up. Yeah. Any final words for these streets? Oh, no. Watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, man. Not, not, not much. Eh? I think today was quite interesting. But I enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's your first podcast, right? It's my first podcast, but it's not my first working with you. We've got to reach yeah, this to yeah, you. Yeah. From music videos to... Oh, dude. From, yeah, it's, we've shot music videos together, yeah. and we've worked together, yes. for, and we train at the same gym yeah, together. Yeah, so that's right. So we right. go quite back a long yeah. time. Yeah, but thank you so much, my man, for coming and it's sharing your, your knowledge with these streets. That's all good. It's that's been good. a pleasure. I think those that don't know me now might get a feel of who I am as well. Mm. But yeah, no, thanks for having me. I... Came in here nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down after a while. You have calmed down. <laughs> Tremendously. <laughs> but thank you so much. I wish you all the best with your next with your next few races, with your next thousand races. Good I hope you make I hope you do you I hope you qualify for your sub five to do your ultra in the peninsula one, which is in Feb. And um, Thanks. Yeah. yeah man, and, and also hope you get back up there to comrades again and finish this time. That's 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 in the pipeline. That's in the pipeline. As yeah. The year is still to be the year of the return is yes. still to be decided. There we go. But it's in it's in the pipeline. But no. I'm, sure, I'm sure you're gonna do it, bro. You just you just gotta 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 gotta, gotta run at your ultimum. Ultimum? Can I say? Can we say ultimum? Or... Yeah, like uh, run, run at. <clears throat> what is the term I'm looking for? Like. Like people see your potentials, so run at your full potential. That's yeah, it. Yeah, just believe, just just yes. just be, start believing what you already know and what others have seen in you. True. And that's it. That's True. it. No, much appreciated. And I'll take those wise words. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take so them much, with me. Man. Thanks, my guy. Wishing you all the best. Shot. <laughs> What you, what you doing out in these streets, lay rule? What you doing out in these streets? What you doing out? What you what you doing out? What you what you doing out in these streets? 
What you doing out in these streets, Leroux? We in these streets!